Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, pleased to be here once again alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. Pat, looking forward to hearing some insights from you today on keeping our retirement plan on track. But first, let me welcome you back to the studio. How have you and your family been lately? We've been good, Jen. And I have to tell you a quick funny story. Well, at least I think it's funny. I'll let you decide. <laughs> so, you know, obviously Gabby is four, Isla's two. So that is kind of dominating our lives at home right now, right? Mm-hmm. And I will say that Isla is a big time mama's girl. So she is always <laughs> attached at the hip to her mom. And Gabby, I would say, is probably maybe kind of equal. So we were upstairs. Uh, we had finished bath time and uh, we were getting them into their pajamas the uh, other night. And uh, I, just, I just thoroughly enjoyed this moment. I said, trying to get them to actually, you know, you probably, rem- I know you've got older kids. You probably remember this age where you're just like, come on, let's just get moving yeah. like, in progress, right? So <laughs> we're trying to get, get to bed. That's right. And so I said, hey, who wants to hold daddy's hand going down the stairs? And Isla shouts, me, and runs over and grabs my hand, Aww. which was awesome. And then Janelle says, who wants to hold my hand? And Gabby, who is four, kind of pauses and looks and says, oh, you can hold the wall. <laughs> got this. <laughs> I just loved it so much. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And, you know, obviously that I, I had a hand to hold. I just... Um, well, sure. You can be all smug over there yeah, with somebody I holding mean, your hand. You know, Janelle stays home. She gets lots of cute time and things like that. So... It was just a fun moment for me. So that's what's new in the Struby house. I've got a hand to hold at night now. Yes. Small victories. (laughs) That's pretty cute. Um, That's a pretty cute story. (laughs) Story. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're right. My kids are a little older, so some of the small victories are different for me when you have one who's (laughs) driving and, uh, you know, her just coming in and being in our house before 11 is a victory so I can go to bed (laughs) at a reasonable hour. Uh, You know how that goes. but. Thinking of that, uh, Pat, thinking about, you know, my daughter is older. She's of driving age. Uh, We talk a lot about driving safely, being safe on the road. And uh, I know my daughter experienced this not too long ago. You probably have also, Pat. You hit those rumble strips on the highway. (laughs) And uh, you know real quick when you hit those that you are veering off track and it snaps you to attention, but they're there for a reason. Because without that reminder that you're heading off track, you could end up in the ditch. And, you know, I, I was just thinking about that the other day and some of the things we talk about in our show, Pat. We don't have rumble strips for retirement, but it's easy to get off course and you could end up in the ditch, metaphorically speaking. I mean, if you run out of money in retirement, you're definitely in the ditch. So how can we prevent something like that from happening? Yeah, it's obviously the critical thing that we do, right, is to help people make sure that something like that never happens. And I think more in a kind of day-to-day sense, help people have the confidence that that's not going to happen. And as I was thinking about uh, our topic for today, I was thinking, holy cow, if you think about what are the things that can cause your retirement plan to stray off course? I mean, that question alone could take an entire hour to answer, you know, (laughs) because I was thinking there's really two categories. There's one which are things that are completely out of our control or things that aren't specific to our family. And that would be things like the stock market. If the stock market crashes, that would be like inflation going way up and things cost a lot more than we ever expected. Tax rates going way up, the cost of healthcare going way up, or, you know, specific investments that you are involved with having a, you know, a crash or something like that. But so many things that we see after all the years we've done this are really personal to you. So it could be good things like coming into an inheritance you weren't expecting 
or, you know, unfortunately, a lot of things can be a struggle. It could be an emergency in the family, like your kids needing, needing money. It could be you lose your job unexpectedly or a serious health issue or someone passes away or a divorce. Uh, one other one I thought of is just you have a complete change of goals. I mean, there's so many things that can affect your plans. And these are things, you know, that we talk with clients about, that we have calls about. Some of these things are what drive people to hire us. Uh, maybe they lose their job or they get downsized and they're thinking, I need to plan fast. So there's a lot of things that can happen. And it takes a lot of planning to kind of work through some of those things. And of course, try to help you be prepared in case those things would happen down the road. So, Pat, do you ever advise people to plan for the worst and hope for the best when it comes to their retirement? Well, I think that's along the right lines, Jen, in the sense that, you know, there are risks out there. And one of the simplest answers I ever saw that I think is so simple and prudent is when there is a risk, you really have two options to protect yourself. You can reduce the risk somehow or you can eliminate it. And it depends on what the risk is. But that's kind of what we try and help our clients do is think logically through those things. And then the other thing is we do want to plan for things. We certainly don't want to plan for the best because that would be way oh, too yeah. high in the sky. <laughs> um, but if someone is literally planning for the worst and hoping for the best, that means that they're expecting, you know, the Great Depression to happen financially, you know, right away. And if you're so worried about the worst possible case scenario, you may never be able to enjoy retiring because you're kind of hoarding uh, kind of for that worst case. So I, I think there's a balance to be had there, Jen. And I think in my experience and also in my reading and learning, there are different personalities. So some people would like to be a little more aggressive and maybe spend a little more optimistically early in retirement. And as long as they understand the consequences of that, that's okay. And then a lot of people would be more reserved. And so what we're trying to do is help you figure out where you are along that line. And that's what we always talk about it being a custom built retirement plan, because we believe there's tremendous value in having someone helping you personally put that plan together. If that type of building of a plan would be of interest or something you'd like to learn more about, give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now to take advantage of one of the spots on our calendar at 803-9-RETIRE. We will sit down with you and help you look at your overall picture and help you see if you're on track to accomplish your retirement goals. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to find the numbers on your phone, that's 803-973-8473. Again, 803-973-8473. Pat, when we talk about creating a budget for retirement, that word budget, no one likes it. It sounds so restrictive or limiting. How do you approach a topic like that with some of the families that you help? Well, you know that's a four-letter word to me, Jen. I don't <laughs> like that. I don't like that that term. And so I call it a spending plan. And on a much more positive scale, I would say what it's really boiling down to is what do you want to do when you're retired? Because then we need to figure out well, what's that going to cost. And that's a lot more fun to think about. Hey, when I actually works this hard and I'm able to retire and I have a plan in place, what do I want to do with my time and with my money? A lot more appealing than saying, okay, we're going to put you on a budget. And so that's really that starting point. And really the basic places you're starting in this retirement plan is figuring out what is it you want to do in retirement? What's that going to cost? Um, so that's the expenses side. And then we want to piece together what are all the resources available to you? What type of income streams do you have, like Social Security? What type of assets do you have, like your home, 401k, savings, investments, and all of those kinds of things? And kind of looking those things over, is that's, those are kind of the basic building blocks to putting your plan in place. Pat, how can you create a realistic budget that's still going to work from you 30 or 40 years from now if you end up being retired that long? Well, Jen, we always say the foundation to any successful retirement plan is a written retirement income plan. And when we are building a client's custom-built income plan, we look for four items. So the first one is we need to have income that's consistent and reliable. And that sounds obvious, but there are retirement plans out there that are based on whatever the economy or the stock market's doing. And they literally say, if your investments are doing better, you can spend more. And if they're doing worse, you have to spend less. Now, maybe some people are fine with that. I don't know about you, Jen, but most people I meet aren't really interested in cutting down what they spend because their portfolio has gone down. Right, of 
course uh, that's, not. That's just not not logical thinking. So number one is consistent and reliable. Number two is it protects your purchasing power. Of course, things get more expensive over time. So the last thing you want to do is forget about inflation. We need to have a plan that covers that for you. The third piece is we always talk about the number one financial fear in America is outliving your money. So we have to make sure that money lasts your lifetime. And then the final thing is if you're married, that plan has to consider if one of you passes away. In almost every family, that's going to not only have a, a huge effect on you personally and emotionally, but it's also going to have an effect on you financially. For just one simple example, if you're both collecting Social Security, the surviving spouse gets to keep the higher of the two. So that's great news. You get the higher of the two, but that means you're losing the smaller of the two. So it's not that you can't plan for those things. In fact, we think you should. All four of those we think are really important. And then that way, what we've done is we've not only kind of goes back to your question, Jen, about planning for the worst and hoping for the best. We want to have a plan in place so that God forbid something happens to one of you, that the surviving spouse is going to be okay. But we also want to hope you're both around for a long time. And so how do we balance that? That's all part of putting that plan together. And just like we mentioned a few moments ago, it's all about having a written retirement income plan. Do you have something written out so you have an idea of what your needs are going to be in retirement and where is the income going to come from to cover those? If you don't have something like that, give us a call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, we've blocked off time specifically for listeners of today's show. Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. The foundation of any successful retirement is a written retirement income plan. Call now to get started on yours at 803 803- nine retire and if it's easier to locate the numbers on your phone 803-973-8473 is the number that's 803-973-8473 or as pat said 803-9-RETIRE is an easy way to remember it if your retirement plan strays too far off course you might end up where you don't want to be so how do you keep that from happening stay tuned and you'll find out you define your future You have choices. You can choose to be the author of your own life story. We all know the stock market is like a casino. You put your money down and you hope you win. But there's so many things beyond your control. When it comes to your money and your retirement, there are things that you can do to help protect yourself. Finding the right financial advisor, somebody who puts your interests first and helps you build a plan that takes into account what might happen with financial markets is an example of you choosing to be prepared. Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialist have helped hundreds of individuals and families plan for retirement. Economics and politics, they're beyond your control. But making a call to plan for those things is a choice you can make today. Call Preservation Specialist at 803-9-RETIRE. Choose to be prepared. 803-9-RETIRE. Rembeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment Advisory Services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. You've seen Pat in the local media. You've read his articles in USA Today and Investors Business Daily. He's here with me today talking about keeping your plan on track. And as we said earlier in the show, when you're driving down the road, there are some clear indicators you are going off track. Maybe your GPS lets you know you missed a turn. Maybe, Pat, your wife says something, elbows you, does something to say, hey, (laughs) you really missed that exit. That happens with us all the time. You really (laughs) did not take that exit. Or maybe the rumble strips on the shoulder snap you back between the lines. You've got some things that keep you between those lines on the road. It's not always that obvious in retirement, though. So, Pat, how often should we sit down and review all of our accounts? accounts and some of the different policies we have to see if any adjustments are necessary. Well, I think there is a general guideline in our industry that quite often annually 
is a good kind of simple rule to follow. However, a couple thoughts I have on that. Number one is, as always, almost every financial rule, I would say it depends on what type of plan you have. And what I mean by that is there may be things that uh, require a little more review or there may be things that are a little more simple. We've had clients that came to us specifically to help them build some type of guaranteed income stream and it's set up contractually and there may not be a whole lot of maintenance to that plan as long as it's working smoothly. So there may not be a reason to have a full-blown annual meeting because there's not a whole lot to talk about. Right. Uh, on the other hand, what's probably much more important that I would say is there are absolutely reasons to meet more often. And I always say it comes from one of two places and it's a two-way street. A good financial planner client relationship goes both directions. And what I mean by that is if there is anything significant going on in my client's life, we want to know about that. Uh, if you're contemplating retiring at a different time frame than we had originally talked about, if you have um, a change of, of job, any kind of major concern that you have, you know, there's a lot of reasons that you may need to let us know. And I may say, hey, we should get together and talk about this. And then what we do is we also reciprocate that. If there's anything going on with your plan or with your accounts that we feel like means we need to be talking, then we're going to be reaching out to you. So it definitely can go both ways. And I have clients where we've seen both sides, where there really hasn't been much to discuss over the course of a year, mm -hmm. or we've had times where we need to talk two or three times during a given calendar year just because there's been so many things going on. So I think it's important to have those lines of communication that are wide open. But Pat, if you've been working with someone and you just can't seem to be able to get on their calendar, or when you do meet with them, it seems like nothing ever changes with their answers, should you be concerned at that point? Well, I think there's two different issues you mentioned there, Jen. Uh, first, let's talk about the calendar. Um, when we are discussing uh, potentially working together with a new client and kind of accepting each other, essentially, this is one of the biggest questions we get is how often would I expect to hear from you and meet with you and talk with you? And I think that that has... Uh, the industry has caused a problem with that. And I think this is a good time for some real talk, which is, you know, talking about the financial industry. I don't know how many listeners know this, but what I've seen with most advisors is they're going to just try and bring on as many clients as they possibly can for as long as they possibly can. And the idea is to accumulate this big book of assets that you're managing, mm -hmm. that you can derive revenue off of that, and maybe you can sell the business that way. Um, you know, we don't charge a percentage of all all of your assets to work with us. So we're a little bit different in that regard. But the problem that comes with that, you can see the problem, right? You are promising all these things to all these people. Mm -hmm. And when you have 10 clients, that's fine. When you have 100 clients, that's probably fine. When you have 1,000 clients, that's not going to work, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so there's a give and a take there that um, is really important. That's something if you are shopping for a retirement planner or you're considering a change in talking to advisors, please be very open and comfortable with asking them questions about them. Ask them how many clients they have. Ask them if they are at capacity or near capacity or what their plan is. We have grown tremendously over the last half dozen years and we have had to adapt. We've added a lot more staff, uh, a bigger team to help with our service. We've added advisors because we want to make sure that you are getting the service that you deserve and that we discussed from the beginning. So uh, it's really important to make sure you're talking about those things and that you have the same expectations going into that relationship. The other thing I'll say is if the answers are always the same and they never change, that sounds like a problem to me, but it may not be. It may be one of those things where part of a planner's job is to help you kind of ride through the ups and the downs. So when the markets are gung-ho and things are way up, we know that's not always going to be the case. So we don't want you to assume that's always the case. And then if the, if the markets are down or your accounts are down, we also know that's not going to last forever. So it doesn't mean that there's not planning to do in those cases. And I don't like the phrasing that the answer never changes. But at the same time, I don't want to assume that's always bad advice. Uh, it could be lazy advice. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> okay. And that is, again, it comes back to what type of advisor, what type of planner do you want to work with? Do you want somebody who is a believer in one type, like the Wall Street way? They are going to give you that same answer that the market's always going to win and 
uh, buy and hold and ride through the markets and everything will be fine in the long run. That is a consistent theme of Wall Street. And that works in certain circumstances and maybe when you're younger and you're looking to accumulate. Uh, but if you're looking for someone more comprehensive, more willing to consider multiple strategies and options, that's more the type of philosophy we have where we believe the market has its place, but also guaranteed accounts have their place as well. And there's things in between there too. So uh, make sure you're thinking about what's a good fit for you and make sure you're looking to hire someone that has a similar philosophy that you feel comfortable with. If you'd like to talk further about that with us, with one of our retirement planners, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer an opportunity, what we call our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation to give you an opportunity to see what our philosophy is and see if it's in line with yours. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now and mention the Save Your Retirement radio show at 803-9-RETIRE. If it's easier to find the numbers in your phone, it's 803-973-8473 to reach Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Pat, how can we figure out what we're paying when we think about additional costs or maybe fees associated with our plan? Well, this is a big one, Jen. Uh, this is one of the chapters of my book, Save Your Retirement. Um, Iceberg Ivan represents the fees in the investment world. And uh, of course, uh, I always joke that's maybe the only original idea I've ever had, which was uh, <laughs> that they say that you know an iceberg is nine-tenths uh, hidden from sight. And that's the idea behind investment fees. You don't see them on your statement. You don't see them in any summaries. Um, they're buried in a prospectus. They're buried in fine print. Uh, it's very difficult to find. In fact, there's a great quote from a book called The Great Mutual Fund Trap, which, which says, there's a reason you don't consider the costs of investing. The system is constructed so that the costs are practically invisible. And so that is a challenge. So you just, we always say it's about finding out what those fees are. And then it's not that every fee is a bad thing necessarily. What we want to make sure of though is that you're getting value for those fees. You know, if you have an account that has layer upon layer upon layer of fees, there darn well better be a whole lot of guarantees or bells and whistles on that account mm, yeah. that's bringing you value. And that's one of those things that we offer to new clients is we'll, we'll do a fee review. And it's not necessarily just saying, you know, any fee you have is bad. That's not it at all. In fact, we've had clients that have a accounts that have fees, but they have great guarantees that you know we think are worth keeping for them from an account we've inherited. But it's about what are you paying the fee for and are you getting value for that? And it's all about just doing a review and kind of digging under the hood and seeing exactly what's going on. How important is transparency, Pat, when someone's helping you make decisions when it comes to your retirement savings and where you'll put it, what you'll do with it? You know, Jen, my take on that is uh, it's just the frustration of our industry is it's very confusing what type of structure most people work under. And what I mean by that is there are people that are paid by commission. There are people that are paid by a percentage of your assets. There are people that charge a flat fee. There's all various combinations of all those things. There's hourly fees. And as long as you know what you're getting yourself into, any one of those can be a valuable or productive relationship. What is a problem is our industry loves to just kind of brush all that under the rug and not talk about it. So I'm very blessed. I'm very fortunate that I think I, I was lucky early in my career uh, when we founded Preservation Specialists in 2004, I set it up so that we would be in a fiduciary relationship with our clients. And and all that means is we are putting our name out there to say we are obligating ourselves to do what we believe is best for our clients or recommending what's best for our clients at all times. Nine out of 10 people that are financial professionals don't do that. They're not held to that standard. And this is becoming a very powerful movement in our industry that, of course, most people would think you're obligated to give advice that's in someone's best interest. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of push to make things happen that way. We're just very fortunate that we were kind of on the leading edge of that. I looked at it as, hey, I was a young guy, and I figured, well, if I'm building a business, I want to have something to stand on. So what that means with us is it doesn't mean that we work for free, of course, but what it means is, to your point, is transparency. So we're able to talk to clients and say, if we're looking at various savings and investment options, we can explain what the fees are. We can explain if we are compensated, and if so, how, just so you have an understanding of what's going on within the system so you can make an educated decision and help you decide what's best for you. And that's, of 
of course, just one piece of what we call our five-step, no-cost, no-obligation retirement review. To get started with yours, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now and mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show at 803-9-RETIRE. We've set aside time specifically for listeners of today's show, so call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside in the studio. How can you keep a medical emergency from totally derailing your retirement? We'll talk about that next. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And today we're talking about keeping your retirement plan on track. Sometimes it's easy to tell if you're getting off course. You know real quickly that you made a wrong turn or you, uh, you hit those rumble strips on the shoulder and you know you are leaving the roadway. Other times you need a little bit more help for someone to point you back in the right direction and guide you back on track. And I will I will tell you this, Pat, when we talk about getting off course. One time when I was a kid, we went on a family vacation. We were out looking for Mount Rushmore. It took us a while to find it back then uh, with, uh, with just regular maps. But my dad would always drive, and he finally decided one day he was exhausted. He was going to let my mom drive for a little bit. So he told oh, her... Boy. This is the highway that we're going to stay on. Don't leave this highway. And my dad fell asleep. Oh, boy. Oh, you know. I mean, I'm here today, so it's fine. But my mom is driving and dad's asleep and she gets into an area of road construction. And in all the confusion and the chaos of all of the orange barrels and cones, she ended up getting on this detour. And all of a sudden we were in some town that we were not supposed to be in at all. And my dad woke up and it took a little bit of work to get back on track. And he wasn't really thrilled with how that went. So... I bet they had to talk that one out a little bit, huh? Yeah, yeah, I had to talk through it. And old-fashioned, just reading maps back in the day. We didn't have a GPS. No one was recalculating our route. Um, But we eventually got there. We just needed needed some help. So, so Pat, we don't want to be wandering off in no man's land when it comes to our retirement. How about having a, a strategy to deal with our taxes? How can that help you keep on track so you keep more money for your own use in retirement? Yeah, I've got two thoughts on that, Jen. The first is one that I talk about almost every day with, especially with clients that are near retirement or just retiring, which is taxes during your working years are usually very different than when you're retired. And the reason is most of us are working and getting a paycheck and they're withholding taxes from it. And you're just, you know, most of us probably just wanted that to be a wash at tax time or some people like to get a re- refund or, you know, however you want to do that. But you don't have a whole lot of say in it. And that's just kind of the way it, it works, right? Mm-hmm. right. Um, so it's pretty straightforward. Well, when you're retired, most people are going to be creating income from multiple sources. Maybe you've got Social Security or two Social Security payments if you're married. Maybe you have a pension or two. Maybe you have a 401k or two. Maybe you have a portfolio that's different than your 401k. You might be taking interest or dividends from all of these places. Well, you're cobbling all that together, and that's stressful and it's complicated, but it gives you more control over your taxes because if you increase or decrease your income from one of those accounts, it's going to affect your tax return. If you turn that income on or off, it's going to affect your taxes, so you have a lot more control over it. So that's a good thing, Um, especially if you have a mixture of, you know, as we call diversity of taxes. So if you have 401k, that's great. If you have a Roth IRA or Roth 401k, that's great too, because those are going to be taxed differently. And then if you have a non-retirement account, like savings or CDs or mutual funds or stocks, those are taxed differently as well. So those are all good things to have. You don't have to have all those things, but there can be benefits. So that's the first step I would mention. The second one, Jen, I mentioned is talking about today, which is, you know, the Trump tax code, uh, when it was passed, lowered taxes for most Americans. And if you talk to most tax experts, they would argue that these may be the lowest tax rates we'll ever see for the rest of our lives. If you think about whenever other leaders 
leadership takes control at some point and they change tax rates, I think we all think it's, they're probably going to go up, right? Mm -hmm. So the phrase that I've heard at some conferences, some planning conferences, are taxes are on sale right now. And one of the speakers said something interesting that I hadn't thought about, which was if these experts are right, and this is the lowest they're ever going to be, then once the tax laws are changed, there was a sale and then it's gone and you've missed it. Hmm. So we think right now is actually a, a fascinating time to be looking at and being strategic about your taxes. Regardless of your kind of stage in life, we think it's a great time to be talking to a proactive planner and helping you figure out, are there either ways to be smart with taxes today? Or more importantly, can you use that to your advantage and help you lower your taxes in the future? Pat, what if you don't need the income from something like your 401k and you're trying to be mindful of taxes here? What do you need to do? How long can you save that money? So there's a couple of thoughts on this, Jen, and I'm really glad you asked the question because we don't talk about it a lot, but when you hit age 70 and a half, which of course only the government could come up with half years, right? <laughs> I don't know what kind of logic that is. Right. So it's technically the year in which you would turn 70 and a half. So if your birthday is in the first half of the year, then that's going to be the year you turn 70. If you're fortunate and you turn 70 in the second half of the year, it's actually going to fall into the year after because if your birthday is August 1st, then your half birthday is going to be February 1st the next year. So you don't have to touch your money in your 401k or your IRA until you reach that age. And then you now have what's called a required minimum distribution or RMD, and that you're going to have a certain amount you have to take out of that account every year for the rest of your life. And essentially what the government is saying is we let you defer this money long enough. It's not designed for you to defer and leave to the next generation. It's designed for you to use in retirement. So we're going to make you start taking money out. So that's really important because, Jen, we get tons and tons of questions on this because you know, people aren't informed about it very well. Um, there's not a lot of good education about it. So uh, one of the things that we always tell them, once they've hired us, we handle all their required distributions. So you don't have to worry about it mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah. We have, uh, I always joke, one of the people on my team, I say they have the mother of all spreadsheets because they have all of our clients on there. They have all their birth dates. They have all their accounts and all the calculations. And don't worry, we back that up. So we have that in multiple places. <laughs> so nothing, <laughs> nothing can go wrong. Yeah. So it's important to know that. And then that should be part of your retirement income planning. We should be thinking about whether you need that income or not. Even if you don't need that income, would there be any benefit to taking some of that money out before you turn 70? Uh, because the longer you delay that, of course, the more money is going to be there and the more you'll have to take out. So there's no right or wrong answer to that. It's just a matter of kind of finding the strategy that fits best for you. So what we do is we offer a service just to help give you help with all of that, give you consideration for thinking through these things, helping you putting a plan in place, putting it on paper, and then helping you execute the plan, and then helping you monitor and update the plan over time. It's really that simple, and it can be a tremendous stress reliever. If you don't have a plan yet, or if you have a plan and it hasn't been updated in a long time, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer you at absolutely no cost and no obligation our five-step retirement review. That number, once again, is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now and mention the Save Your Retirement radio show at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside that number, 803-9-RETIRE, or if it's easier to find the numbers in your phone, 803-973-8473. That's 803-973-8473. Pat, let's talk about some of the different strategies for income. How do you know if something like an annuity might be right for you and your situation? Well, that is something, Jen, that really comes to that idea of, you know, when we're trying to figure out what is it you really want to do in retirement, what's it going to cost to make that happen? And then we start looking at your income sources. So let's say, and I'm just going to throw numbers out. Let's just say you decide you need $6,000 a month coming in after tax to do the things that you want to do in retirement. And I will guarantee there are people listening to this that are thinking, that's crazy. Who could possibly spend mm -hmm. that much money? And there are people listening to this that are thinking, that's crazy. How could you live on that much money? So forgive me if that number <laughs> sounds ridiculous to you. Okay. Everyone's different and that's fine. There's no judgment of what the number is. So let's say it's $6,000 and let's say you're married and between the two of you, you're going to have $3,000 a month coming in from social security and you have a pension that's $1,000 a month. So you've got $2,000 a month there. That's your gap to start retirement. And of course, uh, that gap may increase over time with inflation. 
So now we got to figure out, okay, what kind of a nest egg do you have? What have you saved? What kind of resources do you have to help create that $2,000 a month? And how do we want to do it? Um, what we don't want to do is we don't want to count on the stock market going up 10% a year or whatever percent a year, because we don't know that. And we don't know what's going to happen. And we don't want you to have to be in a panic if it doesn't happen. What we want to do is we want to have some kind of steady income coming in off of some type of investment or we can use an annuity to help create that income. And so the benefit of an annuity generally for most people is you can set that up to have some type of guaranteed lifetime income paying out. So not only do you have set income coming in every month, but if you live a really long time, even if the account balance goes to zero, that annuity company is making some type of contractual guarantee that that income will continue. Now, for some people, that is an enormous benefit because they have a huge fear and it's a big risk in their plan of running out of money. And we can run the numbers. And for some people, it's kind of a no-brainer to do something like that. On the other hand, there's other people that hear that and they say, well, yeah, but I could probably do it this way. Or maybe we can mix up the investments and do this or that. So that's where it really depends heavily on your situation. We have many clients that use various types of annuities that have had a lot of benefit come from that. And we also have clients that don't use annuities. So it's very individualized, uh, depends a lot on what your goals are. I have met many people in their 50s and 60s that just want to learn about them because they really just, they hear this word and they, there's so many almost violent or passionate opinions about it. And they just say, I really just want to understand what they are and if they would benefit me or not. And so I think that's kind of a good balanced way to approach it. Pat, let's shift for a moment and talk a little bit about healthcare costs and the impact that can have on our retirement plan. What can we do to prepare for and plan for healthcare costs in retirement? This is a tough one, Jen, because it can be a very significant cost. I, I know there have been a n- number of studies that have shown it being upwards of $250,000 mm-hmm. for a married couple throughout the rest of their lives in retirement. And of course, we know the rules have changed a number of times in the last decade, and the cost has gone way up. So we have a lot of clients that are concerned about that. The main thing I say is it's not an exciting answer, but it's just plan for it. So is there going to be a situation where we need health insurance for you outside of your employer? And if so, let's make sure we're thinking about that. Are we prepared to apply for Medicare? We know the timing of that and how that's going to work. And then finally, the last piece of that is, would there be some type of above and beyond health insurance and Medicare, you know, the risk of some type of significant long-term ongoing care, like nursing care or long-term care? What is the exposure to you in that circumstance? And that's what we want to just, again, have a plan for. I don't think there's one simple solution to that. There are a lot of different strategies to kind of reduce that risk for you. And so what we do is when we have a new client, we kind of go over each of those possible options and discuss the pros and cons. We discuss that there's no perfect answer, helping them determine what is the risk and what we should do to try and reduce that risk for them. And so it's really very much in that idea of the reason we call our plans custom-built retirement plans because no two clients of ours are exactly the same. So having that opportunity to look at different types of strategies can be tremendously valuable because what you don't want is you don't want a cookie-cutter approach or somebody that says, well, everyone needs this kind of policy. Uh, What you want is someone who's going to look at all the possibilities and help you find the optimal plan for you. And that's our goal when we're going through the process. And once again, we call that our five-step retirement review. And there is absolutely no cost and no obligation Call now at 803-9-RETIRE if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show at 803-9-RETIRE. If it's easier to locate the numbers on your keypad, 803-973-8473 is the number. That's 803-973-8473. Have you ever started to drift off the road and then you ended up overcorrecting? We'll talk about what impulsive reactions like that can do to your retirement after this. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. 
Have you ever started to drift off the road and then you ended up overcorrecting? You really don't want to overcorrect when you're driving, and you certainly don't want to overreact with your investments either. Impulsive reactions can be damaging to your retirement and to your financial future. Pat, how do you help your clients navigate volatility in the markets and keep them from overreacting or overcorrecting? Well, this is really important to me, Jen, because I've done this 22 years now, and the stock market has taken enormous hits a couple of times during that time. From the peak in March of 2000 until the bottom in 2002, the stock market was down almost in half. And then in the peak from end of 2007 to the bottom in 2009, it was down just a little over a half. So I have seen in those times real life. I've seen real people with real worries deal with that stress. And let me tell you, I hate it. It is the one thing that stinks about what we do. We love what we do so much, and we love building relationships with our clients. But it hurts so bad when you see people losing money like that. So this is real life to me. And it gets me kind of angry when I see people that oversimplify it. And I'll use one example. You know, Ken Fisher uh, likes to take very bold statements. He's one of the biggest money managers in the world. And he writes in magazines and he has an article in uh, USA Today. And I, I subscribe to USA Today. So one of his recent articles was talking about basically why the bulk of your money should be in the stock market and it should always be that way. And he said, you're kind of a fool if you're ever worried about it when it goes down because it always comes back. And I thought that's just so unfair because he just doesn't understand any normal human being that has emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, when you're a planner and you're dealing with people in real life and it's their real money and it's easy to say conceptually, oh, it'll be fine someday. But when you work for years and you build up and you've got, say, a half a million dollars in your 401k and you look at a statement and you lost $40,000, man, that doesn't feel good. Mm, and it's right. scary. So navigating volatility is critical for most human beings, I would say. Now, if you are some type of robot or cyborg and it doesn't bother you at all, then congratulations. You're part of maybe 2% of people that can do that. And that's awesome. Most of us in real life, we need ways to manage the swings of the market. And so this comes back to what I love is a an elegant and simple solution. And so there's two ways to do this, Jen. You can find a way to reduce risk or you can find a way to eliminate it. So what do I mean by that? When we're reducing risk, the fancy you know investment term for that is to diversify mm -hmm. and so all i mean by that is if you if you have your entire net worth and your entire nest egg in facebook stock it's done very well for many years but when they started having issues with privacy and things you know the stock got hit real hard so maybe you sell half of that and you buy apple stock mm -hmm. well now you have some diversification but they're both tech companies right so you get where i'm going with this you can diversify and diversify and then you can diversify past stocks and you can have bonds and you can have all these different types of investments. We use a strategy called the modified endowment strategy, and it's done tremendously well for the endowments. And the joke is there's four and 500 page books written on the strategy, but most of it comes down to just don't put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> now, obviously, there's more to it than that, but that right. really kind of sums it up. So if you have some money in real estate and in stocks and in bonds and in cash and in annuities and in all these different areas, then if one of those goes down, it's not going to affect you as much. So that's reduced the effects. Eliminating the effects of the risk of your money going down means finding something to put some of your money in that has some type of safety and guarantee to it. And to my knowledge, there's only three categories in the United States that would qualify. One would be anything that's an FDIC insured account, like a CD, up to the limits. Uh, of course, those rates aren't very good right now. The second one would be something that's backed by the U.S. government, like a savings bond, which also doesn't have a great interest rate. Mm -hmm. And then different types of annuities that you either have a principal guarantee or some type of lifetime income guarantee. So this is an example of why some of our clients like annuities. It's not that, that necessarily it's something they love, but it's a great way to take some chips off the table. And they may not be putting you know a huge part of their net worth there, but maybe they're taking 10 or 20 or 30% or whatever that number is that makes sense for them. And they're saying, I want this money safe and guaranteed so that I'm eliminating the risk of the principal loss going down on that particular portion of my money. Pat, what can happen if you try to time the market? 
Well, if you do it successfully, then you are pretty darned awesome. How Let me about tell you that? that. <laughs> so, All right. And I'll mention this, Jen. In 22 years of talking with people, I've only had a few people tell me that they did it successfully. And it's always been guys. And I always wonder if they're just telling me kind of fishing the stories. You know what I mean? So, yep. so, oh, I saw the writing on the wall. I pulled everything out and then I got it right back in at the right time. So, so I will say that. However, I do think it's fair to discuss the idea that we can look logically at where the market is right now. The math says by all accounts that the market is higher than average right now. So does that mean I can predict the market's going to crash? Absolutely not. I know it will drop at some point, but I don't have any idea when. So we can try to shift allocations a little bit to allow for that. But the reality is that there's been a lot of studies done. Our human mind is way, way overconfident in how much we think we understand and that we can predict what the markets are going to do. And the reality is nobody knows. And as we joke with our clients all the time, if they did know, they sure wouldn't be telling us what's going to happen. <laughs> so uh, it's really just important to understand that. And it comes back to, I'm glad you asked that question there, Jen, because it really comes back to the reduce or eliminate uh, as far as risking your principal. What type of blend of reducing and eliminate risk do you want for your nest egg? And what's the right blend that fits for you? Pat, what are some other options for your retirement savings if you just don't think you can stomach all the ups and downs on Wall Street? Well, I always say the simplest way to think about it is just think of the three worlds of money. There's three basic areas that everything qualifies. So you have the most aggressive growth area, the world of money, which is the stock market and anything that's going to fluctuate on a day-to-day basis like mutual funds. Sometimes people mistake me. I'm not saying that's a bad place to be. I just don't want that to be the only place your money is when you're in retirement. But the other two worlds can help you stomach what's over in that area. So on the other end of the spectrum, you have the safe and guaranteed world, FDIC, insured CDs, savings bonds, fixed or lifetime income guaranteed annuities. That's going to be a way to help you create some income without having to stomach those ups and downs of Wall Street. And then there is a middle road, which we like to call steady income. So this is a world that's not guaranteed. So it's still an investment. There's still risk there. However, these investment companies are designed to try and reduce or eliminate those ups and downs. So how you blend those three, I'm sure you can imagine, Jen, depends tremendously on your comfort level with risk as a Mm -hmm. person. So we have any number of clients. We might have clients that have a third in each of those worlds. And we also have clients that have a tremendous amount more in one way or the other. So depending on your goals, depending on your age, your timeline, everything you're trying to accomplish, that can be very different from family to family. And this is why we always say it's critical to think about our five-step, no-cost, no-obligation retirement review, and specifically looking at custom building your investment plan, because you are not your neighbor, you're not your brother or sister or somebody else. You are yourself, and your family is different than everyone else, and you should have a portfolio that fits for you. So call now to take advantage of that no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review by calling 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. Mention the Save Your Retirement radio show to take advantage of one of the spots we've set aside specifically for listeners of the show. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to find the numbers on your keypad, 803-973-8473. Pat, let's talk about how you approach planning with different types of people, couples versus widows or women who are divorced, for example. Well, this comes right back to just the simplest belief that we have, which is the idea that you have this one kind of model of planning or one kind of model of a portfolio that everyone gets dumped into is just garbage and it's lazy. And that's just not life. It's not that simple. You know, Mm -hmm. we joke about the easy button and it's not easy. A couple has different concerns than an individual has. If you're a widow or if you're divorced, you may have things that your planner needs to understand. They need to understand, okay, do you have widow's benefits? Do you have access to your ex-spouse's social security benefits? There's all kinds of different factors that come in to play there. So you need a knowledgeable person that's worked with people in your circumstance. And it's really as simple as just someone understanding that your needs are different than somebody else's and just making sure they're asking and understanding exactly what those are. How do you help couples plan for retirement, Pat, if they have different financial goals and maybe they have different comfort levels with risk? How do you get everyone on the same page? Holy cow, that's a tough one, Jim. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was just meeting the other day with um, new clients, and I always like to ask, and I don't think I've ever asked you this, Jen, so let me ask you now. Would you say, to kind of look at a spectrum, and on one end, you'd say there's a big picture person, and the other one is a very detail-oriented mm-hmm. Where would I see myself? Um, I'm probably, it depends on the topic, you know. I'm pretty good with just having the overall general details. And if I have specific questions, I'll go there. But I'm pretty good just getting that big picture overview. Okay. And how about your husband? How would you describe him? I think especially when it comes to money, he is 100% the opposite. He wants all the details. And so what's funny about that is it's not every couple, but I was joking with them, not really knowing them yet because we've only met a couple of times. And Mm -hmm. I said, there's usually people on one end of the spectrum and the other, and they almost always marry each other. (laughs) And they laughed and they immediately said, oh, yeah, that's us definitely for sure. (laughs) And in in this couple, it was the uh, wife that was more detail oriented. Mm -hmm. And I looked across the table from her and I'm the detail person in my family. And I said, because if two detail persons marry each other, we drive each other crazy, oh, right? Yeah. And she said, oh, yeah, absolutely. You have to have all the details all the time. Just stop. That's right. <laughs> and then on the other hand, if you had two big picture people, maybe no one ever gets down to the details and you never really know what's going on. <laughs> so it's one of those things where we can drive each other crazy, but I do believe God puts us together for a reason. So with that said, I try to kind of make, sometimes we'll make light of it, but we'll talk about the benefits of that. And it is a challenging thing, but it's all about getting all those cards on the table and talking about what the real life thing. I want to know in a married couple, both people, I want to know where you're coming from, what your concerns are, and then let's put it all out there and let's kind of find a happy medium somewhere. Or maybe what we're doing is someone who's more aggressive, we're helping them pick those growth investments. And then someone who wants protection and safety, we're helping them design that world that has the safety and guarantees. And so the entire plan isn't going to be on either end of the spectrum. We're trying to find that balance that fits for them as a household. So, Pat, if you haven't had a discussion like that with your spouse to figure out who's detail-oriented, who's not, or you really haven't even started any financial discussions with your spouse, or maybe you're just not sure if you're on the right track to retire when you want to, what should you do? Well, Jen, you know, the reason we set up our five-step retirement review and that we truly do it with absolutely no cost and no obligation is because we see people at the complete spectrum of preparation. We have people who are very detail-oriented, who've had a retirement spreadsheet for 30 years, and they bring it in and they show it on their laptop and we download it and, you know, it's hundreds of tabs and things like that. And we have people who have really not thought about it at all and they kind of sit down and they they have to scramble to come up with, okay, where are our accounts and what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. And so, please don't ever feel worried about where you stand in that spectrum because it really doesn't matter. What matters is that you're trying to take steps. And we find that even that five-step retirement review, even if we don't end up working together, it can be tremendously valuable just to kind of give you a picture of where you stand right now. And then if you are at the right time to hire a retirement planner, now you've got someone helping you build that. And uh, we've just found so many people have had tremendous peace of mind just from that process and knowing you've got a team working with you. If you could benefit from that entire process, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We call it our absolutely no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Make sure you remember that number Pat just shared. If it's easier to locate the numbers on your keypad, 803-973-8473, or an easy way to remember it, as Pat said, 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I am Jen Rizak. Have a great week, everyone. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.